Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 108 The 1% do what the other 99% don't. So the 1% outcomes are inevitable. I've been thinking a lot about this because we're all capable of being the 1%. I don't want to see a lot of the the 99%, which are the the folks that just don't necessarily maybe want to try as hard, but it's your life. You're playing for your life. And I wrote out about 13, 12, 13, 14 different points about what my idea of the 1% is. You you hear this all the time, like be that 1%, be that 1% because the 1% do what the 99% won't, which is why the 1% have the life that the 99% don't, right? That you hear that all the time. What does that mean? And I I mean, I know what that means, but I want to, I wanted, I asked that rhetorically to you to, to think about that for yourself. What does that mean for you? And in relation to the last episode and the coming up episode, there's, as you're noticing, a little bit of a series here going on. It's this idea of you being genuinely interested in your life enough to do something about it. And again, I get it. We have, I certainly have had a lot of weird times, tough times, obstacles along the way. I know a lot of times people think like, did you really? Oh, yeah. And as we get further along in the podcast, I'm happy to share a lot of them there. And, you know, you guys know from that one episode that I talked about starting over seven times in the last 10 years. And even then I, I left out some of the <laughs> tougher details. But, you know, and there was death in there, uh, loss, uh, you know, separation in business partners. There was, you know, financial loss at times. There was scrapping projects completely. There was you know, losing people. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot in there. It's, and it can be very heady and it can be very in your way. And it's so easy for every person. Actually, let me back up. I'm going to say this, something that my mother said this to me a a long time ago and is a piece of wisdom I want to share with you. I, I, it might've been somebody else's, but I know it came from her to me, which was an interesting observation is that if every person decided to all take their problems and put it on the table in front of them, in front of everybody else, every person would take their same problems back after looking at everybody else. Meaning like we all think that we've got, you know, no, mine's mine's the toughest route. No, mine's the toughest route. You've had the toughest route. They've had the toughest route. It's so easy to look at other people and compare. And her whole point was take your problems, put them out on the table. You all put it out in all the each other's problems out in front of each other. 10 times out of 10, you're going to reach for your same problems and take them back and say, you know what? Compared to that person, compared to that person. And you begin to see that, oh, your life is uniquely to you, your path, right? And we just talked about your path in the last episode. So if that's the case and you're willing to think about how you define your path and get more rooted and grounded in it, and drive that path in that lane even harder, here are some things that I believe the 1% do. Number one, they go the extra mile in everything. Their work, their interaction with others. Yes, people may 
do you wrong in business? Do you wrong in life, in friendship, or whatever it might be? Don't play from a scorned place because they have. Everything you do should be the extra mile. Believe me, there's plenty of times where I took the high route in something, and, and then the discernment was, listen, I did a great job on this. I don't like how this person might be handling something noted for the future in which I probably won't be doing business with you. Or, um, you know, don't let my work suffer for other people's behaviors and actions. Always go the extra mile in everything. Your work, your interaction with others, how you treat people. I'm not saying keep doing the same things over and over and over again to the to people who may not respect you back or uh, who don't reciprocate or any of that stuff. Business, personal life, all that stuff. But the extra mile is what separates you. You got to play from that extra mile in everything. The details matter. How you show up matters. Stay, you know, getting there early and staying, you know, their latest matters. You know, you guys hear me talk about Kobe Bryant all the time. He was there at like 3, 4 a.m. on the court and he was the last to leave. He was the first to be there and the last to leave. And it was funny because, you know, he even talked about how he couldn't necessarily always rely on his teammates because he knew how much they weren't as dedicated as he was. He had to rely on himself sometimes for that winning shot. Not always, but a lot of times. Number two, what uh, I believe the 1% do, they understand what they're doing with their time and then they maximize it. If you are not currently owning your time, understanding what you're doing with it, please do so immediately. Again, in the show notes, I have the Clarity Workshop. It's free. I reference it all the time. Clarity is a big deal in this world. The second uh, lesson in that workshop is all on time. And it's, it's five minutes. It just says... Here's how you audit your time for a few days. Audit it and see how are you using your time. Document it. I even give you the materials to document it. And then you can go back and say, okay, what would I like to do with it differently? And then I even give you another exercise around scheduling what you would like to do with your time. And I even give you an exercise on what to actually do task-wise with your time. But the, the most important thing is understand what you are doing with your time and maximize it. Why is it some people can do in 24 hours what you can't do in two months? And don't compare. It's okay. But what I am saying is because intention and understanding of what you would like to be doing with your time and focusing on those things, that'll bring you a lot of other things. It'll bring you clarity. It'll bring you direction. It'll bring you honesty. You'll say no a lot more, which is also one of the... Uh, uh, you know, what the 1% do. They say no a lot more. They just, they know what to say yes to and they've learned what to say no to. Number three, learn, listen, employ humility and act on knowledge. The 1% study the game of life. They study everything. I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly listening. And uh, you better believe that if you don't employ humility, something will, will, uh, come in and, and show you real quickly what humility looks like. But the more humility you have, the faster you can move, the more efficient you can move. And then they act on knowledge. If you learn something, try it. Uh, listen, I love the idea of reading and reading and reading. I love reading. I love the idea of taking every online course or program or workshop or whatever that exists. You know, I... I provide some workshops and I have others coming up. I get it. But it's not going to do anything if you don't do anything. You have to take the knowledge and then you have to apply it. Try it. 
test it out see if it moves you one percent more one percent the funny thing is about the one percent do what the other nine percent don't they do one percent more every day there are plenty of times that right now the vision for me is so big but there's so many things i want to do and so as long as in each of the areas each day i sit down and and it doesn't happen every day but it as long as i sit down each day and try to move the needle at least one percent more in each area I started to realize how much I love the process more and more. It's more so I <laughs> think I get it, when distractions happen, whether or not really by my fault or but the fact, I guess everything can be our fault if we allow it. Um, but when a distraction comes in and I have the grace to acknowledge that, um, you know, I can feel the difference when I wasn't committed that day to a particular area of my business or my vision. Now, you have to have grace with yourself because life is always happening and things will always come up too. But the idea is that you're acting on your learnings and what you're hearing every single day. You're moving things 1%, which brings me to number four, which is interesting. Limit distractions and focus on the most important things. We just talked about distractions, right? Limit distractions and focus on the most important things. I've said this before from the book Essentialism by Greg McKeown. And in Essentialism, he said, 90% of things are unimportant. You have to remove the distractions. Nobody's going to remove them for you. And you have to figure out what are the most important. So if the most important things are these particular things within your passion or business, your family and your health, great. Everything should be around those, that, those pillars. You have to limit your distractions. Number five, use self-observation as a means to optimizing your approach, not attacking your effort. This is a big one. What do the 1% do? They use self-observation as a means of optimizing their approach, but also not attacking their efforts. The reason I say this is because self-observation can be very tricky. If you are like a lot of us that are very driven and mission-driven and purposeful and intentional and want to just do all the things, we can, if we're not careful, we can be hard on ourselves. There's nothing wrong with being... Um, hard to a degree in terms of you're wanting to get better and better and better but don't attack yourself don't don't constantly belittle yourself don't say that you know you're not good enough or any of these other things you have to be very careful self-observation is all about optimizing your approach that's what i've noticed the one percent do we want to optimize every day how we get better and better and better can you imagine what that does for our lives and for the people who rely on us and for our families and our friends and everybody when you're optimizing your approach and you're also not attacking your efforts, think about how you will behave to other people as well. Number six, they constantly try to figure out routines that work for them. This, this, this goes back to the time component. Routines take time and they're different for every person and they're different times of the day for every person. Practice. Try so, and, and I'll tell you what happens too is you could try certain routines and after a while maybe they stop working or maybe they never really did work. That's okay. You, you just want to know how to keep tweaking the routine to fit. And what you're ultimately doing is you're creating your life from routines. Routines are just basically saying, here's what I'd like to do in any given part of the day. I mean, talk about being a sculptor of your own reality, Right. Number seven, find, they find people who do things really well so they can learn from them. This goes back to learning and employing humility. I'm not saying compare. I'm saying find people who either in your own set of interests or in other interests in terms of, so you're either looking for people within your own interests 
that they're doing some things really, really well. You're not going to copy them because you want your own style, but maybe the tactics they're doing work really well. So you can apply your style to the tactics and there you go. You're off in the running. And or you can look across the aisle to other industries, other unrelated interests, but you see how they're approaching their life. And that can also give you signals to try. Number eight, get coaches, mentors, advisors, not a lot, but the right ones. Get coaches, mentors, and advisors. Not a lot, but the right ones. Michael Jordan didn't just have Phil Jackson, as I've mentioned previously. He also had Tim Grover. He had other coaches as well. You can have mindset coaches, conditioning coaches, peak performance coaches, your general coach. And I'm not saying have a lot. I'm just saying have the right ones. No matter how far along you get, having people who can keep teaching and educating you so you can keep applying it and then you can pay it forward by teaching others you're now always in the student and teacher role throughout your life i've mentioned this several times because it's important to to consider number nine the one percent ask for help so this goes right in the line with number eight the time it takes for me to figure it out alone can go much faster when i ask those who've done it and are doing it right this is where it goes back to humility you're when you're naturally curious and you're really in discover mode and you're really tied to what you're trying to do that's right in front of you i don't and by the way this could be in anything this doesn't have to be just like a job this could be you could be into water polo or uh you know or ballet or sewing or anything but you're you're just attaching yourself to the lane and the mission of learning more about it and then you go and you seek out people who are doing it really well with genuine interest and by the way they can tell that you have genuine interest and they can also tell that you're using a lot of the same talk you know i've mentioned my my nephew before who loves cars loves engines loves uh everything about the car anything under the hood <laughs> the top from the tires the interior i mean everything but he loves it so much that he gets into these conversations with all kinds of people and they can tell that uh, you know a lot about cars he's not going to have a hard time getting into all kinds of opportunities because he, he just loves talking about the thing. So it leads to all kinds of jobs. It's, it's an inevitable thing. So ask for help or ask for learning more from other people. Number 10, they experiment. The 1% experiment. They don't sit too long on ideas, but experiment enough to see if there's something there to be used. Experimentation is everything. You have to constantly be out there experimenting because it's giving you new ideas. You can either take what you're learning from the experimentation and maybe even double down on it because it's working or apply some of the learned lessons to something else or scrap it completely. But at least you're not left wondering or, man, I've heard that so many times, but I've never tried it. Oh, eventually I'll try it. Maybe you should try it. See if, it, if it's giving you some great information and moving you forward in some area. And the last one that I mentioned here, I guess I only did 11. Uh, the 1% show you more than they talk about it. Now, it's okay to talk about what you're doing because you're passionate. And I said in, in the last episode, you know, what is it that you love to talk about and that people come to you for? Yes, absolutely. But the 1% also are very action-oriented. Don't just talk about it. And I have mentioned this before that I believe it was Andrew Huberman uh, who talked about 
the dopamine effect that we get sometimes from talking about the thing that we're going to do that we're really wanting to do right now and that we almost get the same effect as if we had actually already done the task but we didn't even do anything but we feel like we did so we don't even do anything does that make sense <laughs> so basically you talk about it and you're like oh yeah you know i'm working on this i'm working on that and you keep talking about it but nothing ever gets done it's because you're already getting the fulfillment as if you had done it the one percent show you more than they talk about it and that's also, by the way, why a lot of you, including me, we, we watch other people as well as, you know, we all can watch ourselves, but we can watch other people and say, wow, look at them really go. They're really doing it. And we watch them from scratch. We watch them from the starting point. They're at, you know, they're just starting in their new business or their, their new brand, or they've only got 50 followers. Now they got a thousand. Now they got 2000. Now they got 20,000. Now they got 30,000. Now they got a hundred thousand. We watch them. We know that they're showing us how they're doing it. A lot of you guys have been watching me since the HDF Magazine account when I had like 5,000 followers there and it went up to like 130 or whatever. And now over here at Mag Osman where I'm, I'm at a different stage of my life, I'm, you know, doing a whole bunch of different things. And just, what, a year and a half ago, I was at like 7,000. Now I'm at like 32. And, and I'm, we're, I'm in it with all of you. We're all like this family. We're all this community. But I want to show you hey, I, I wasn't afraid to start over either. Like, I'm going to start over here and we're going to just take this next, you know, uh, ride for however long it, it takes, right? This journey. They show you more than they talk about it. So the 1% do what the other 99% don't. The 1% outcomes are inevitable. When you do these things, the playing field is wide open. I wish more people were doing the things that they need to be doing. But there's a lot of distractions in this world. And don't be one of those people that constantly keeps getting distracted. And it doesn't matter if you're at the very, 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 very beginning. You're somewhere in the middle and you're tired. Or, you know, you're cruising along right now and maybe you need to be invigorated so you don't lose momentum. You know, you don't want to get stagnant. But the point is, is that you, you want to be 1% better every single day. And you want to constantly be curious enough about your life that you're constantly optimizing it daily. And I encourage you to think about all these different points that I brought up, the extra mile, uh, understanding what you do with your time, learning, listening, and employing humility, acting on knowledge, limiting distractions, focusing on the most important things, using self-observation to optimize your approach and not attacking your effort, constantly trying to figure out routines that are good for you, finding people who do things really well, and then there's coaches and mentors and advisors asking for help, experimenting, and doing more than you're just talking about it. I'm sure there's a million other things too that the 1% do, and we can dissect that. Uh, I was just using a lot of my own personal experiences, and I'm going to continue to share this with you. Maybe I'll do a part two on this, but I want you to consider all these things. And if you have anything you'd like to add, shoot me a DM on, uh, on Instagram and share it with me. I appreciate you guys as always. Thank you for tuning in. A lot of things coming up. Uh, please leave a written review on Apple. Please leave a five-star rating on Spotify. If you want to be a part of my texting community, actually, I'm asking you to be a part of my texting community. As I mentioned previously, the telephone number is 480-530-7352. 480-530-7352. You can also find me on my long-form content, mattgosman.substack.com. These are all the details. I got to share them with you because if we don't share them enough, you may not know about them. And I appreciate you supporting me just the same. It means more than you guys know. Thank you for tuning in every single week. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Until next episode, I'm out.
All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.